Hey friend, what did you think of last week's episode? We talked about five bad habits that are probably contributing to, if not causing, your pelvic floor symptoms. I think it's so insightful to be aware of what habits and routines we are doing automatically that may either be good or maybe bad for the goals that we're wanting to reach. And go check it out. It's really helpful to just give you some idea of some things that you're probably doing that aren't super helpful for your pelvic floor. And today we are building off of that episode. Today we are giving a whole episode to another bad habit, holding your breath. So if you are somebody who already knows you hold your breath, or maybe you're not sure if you hold your breath or not, but why? Why is it bad? And what can I do differently? Especially if you realize that you're holding your breath during exercise or during heavy lifting, whether it's lifting a baby or a car seat or groceries, or maybe just pushing a heavy door. If you have any heaviness or leaking during these moments, during jumping jacks, squats, lunges, sweeping, cleaning, dishes, anything, you guys, anything that is an activity for you associated with pressure or leaking, today's episode is for you because you might not be aware that you are holding your breath during these moments, but I promise you that this habit can cause so much problems in the pelvic floor. So stay tuned for today's episode so you can find out the why and what you can do differently to make sure that you are reducing that pressure and stopping that leaking and pressure down on your pelvic floor. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement and nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balanced Momtality Podcast where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery, providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. Before we start today's episode, just a quick disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical conditions. If you have any questions or concerns about your healthcare needs, please seek the care of your medical provider. This is also a safe space where we will be talking about very sensitive but important topics such as issues with peeing and pooping, relationships, and even sex. So if you have littles around, probably a good idea to pop those AirPods in. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, I'm so glad you're here. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited you are here listening today. 
We have such an awesome episode today because if you didn't check out last week's episode, we dived into five different bad habits that you might be doing that are probably contributing to, if not even maybe causing, some of your pelvic floor symptoms and dysfunction. So if you did not catch last week's episode, go check that out. Um, Today's episode builds off of that in a sense, but you can also totally listen to this episode independently because um, today's episode dives into another bad habit. Now, I did not put this habit in last week's episode because I think it deserves its own episode. I see this way too much, and you know, I'm even a culprit of this myself, but not very often anymore because, and I'll, I'll give you some of those tools today as to what you can do so that you are not doing this as you move or especially exercise. So today is no surprise because it's in the title. We are talking about breath holding. So some of you guys may know already. Yes, shoot, you're calling me out. I know I hold my breath, but I find very often that people come back after that first visit. We talk about some of these things that they should be looking at and lo and behold, they come back and, oh my gosh, you're right. I have been holding my breath and it can be a tricky thing. You know, that's kind of the thing with habits. If we don't pay attention to them, they can really run our lives and run our body and run our movement and run our routines without us really paying any attention and noticing. And so that really is the first step again, as always, is just be a little more aware, a little more intentional with your movements. And, you know, not just with this habit, but with all habits, we want to make sure that what we're doing, especially automatically, is something that's going to benefit us and help us move towards those either health goals, uh, mental health goals, financial goals, family goals, you know, whatever it is, we need to be making those actions that are going to get us there. And so when it comes to breath holding, it's really, really detrimental for the core. And I have alluded to this in other episodes, but, you know, I do think it does deserve its own episode because it's just so easy to do and it's so easy to undo. Well, I shouldn't say easy to undo, but when we undo it, it can be a game changer. So it can be a little challenging in the sense that now we have to be aware, right? We have to pay attention and notice when am I doing this? But that's the cool thing is that once we're aware, now we can try some of these other strategies that I'm going to talk to you about today, and you're going to feel so much better because holding our breath just causes our system to have so much pressure. You are inhaling, holding that breath. Maybe you didn't even inhale and you're just holding your breath, lifting something heavy. I find this especially with people that lift weights or 
is there, they're just getting into exercise, so they're having to think about how is this movement supposed to even be performed? What am I supposed to feel? Oh, now you want me to breathe a certain way. There are a lot of pieces, right? And it can feel overwhelming, but this is the thing. The breath can either make it feel harder or it can actually make it feel easier for you. And so, you know, especially when we think about every time you are holding your breath, you are capping that core system and it's going to put pressure down onto your pelvic floor, even into your back, into your belly. And then if we're going to, you know, maybe lift something heavy, but maybe it's just a heavy car seat with a baby in it, but it's too much for our core. It's too much for our body. So what do we do? Because we have to pick up that baby. Our body shows up by <laughs> bracing and holding that breath helps us feel like we have more strength. But unfortunately, you know, and this is actually how they train a lot of um, especially heavy lifters and um, more intense crossfitters and heavy lifters for competition they teach them to brace out to cap that system and this causes so many problems so if this is how you already know maybe yeah that's how i was trained what do you mean i'm not supposed to do that well i'm gonna tell you why in this episode but also you know it's we have to weigh out the goals, right? Because yeah, heavy lifters and competitive lifters are trained to brace out and they're usually wearing a belt and they're bracing out into that belt and they are trying to lift heavy, heavy, heavy weight. Now that breath technique of holding your breath might make you reach a higher level of weight, but at what risk? And so this is where we do want to weigh out what are your goals? Now, if you are a competitive lifter looking to get that medal and win a competition and that is your goal and you really don't care what that might do to your body, you are just gunning for that medal, you might want to brace that way through your competition. However, you know, I tend to see women because they have issues and maybe they do lift really heavy and we're not going to take that away but we do want to modify it because what's happening when we are capping that system is we are shoving pressure into all of those spaces of the core and what this causes and can contribute to if it's not causing that already is pelvic organ prolapse because you are shoving down pressure on those organs. So any of that heaviness, that pressure you're feeling with lifting anything, pushing, pulling anything, that's because pressure is going down. Maybe your pelvic floor is a little weak, but sometimes, well, more often than not, actually, I find it's not so much the weakness. It's actually the pressure management in our system that's causing us to have these symptoms of heaviness and leaking. Because even incontinence or leaking is a pressure management problem you might have some weakness we do tend to think weakness when we think incontinence especially in leaking urine but again a lot of times it is just how we manage our pressure in our system and when we cap that system and hold our breath it's shoving pressure down so especially if you have a weak pelvic floor or even a tight pelvic floor you'll see leaking if you're mismanaging your pressure because that muscle is not going to be able to accommodate that extra pressure 
And so we do just want to weigh it out because we can cause pelvic organ prolapse, urinary incontinence, diastasis recti, hernias, hemorrhoids, even disc herniations. You know, we see those, I'm sure some of you have seen on TV, some depiction of someone lifting a heavy weight and oh my gosh, I have a hernia. I lifted way too heavy and now I have this intense pain in my belly or, you know, I threw out my back and now I, I blew out a disc. This is because they did it wrong. It was probably heavy weight, but they also were probably holding their breath. And so what do we do differently? What can we do instead? Because that's really the goal, right? We need to first become aware that we are holding our breath and also just becoming aware of a moment where we might hold our breath because that's going to give us the pause, the pause that we need to first create that core brace and make sure that our core is showing up for us how it should equally and our pressure is coming up from the bottom up we aren't engaging putting pressure down so we've got that brace engaged and then we coordinate our breath through every movement that is going to cause effort especially enough effort that we think we might hold our breath or ooh, could I hurt myself doing this this is a little heavy I want to make sure I'm lifting it correctly these are moments where we really want to pause and make sure you are feeling how that breath moves through the movement and playing around with it too because there are a couple ways that we can use our breath through exercise and there's more than a couple but for today's purposes because this can get pretty individualized and task specific and you know because we're looking at how does that person's individual body and pelvic floor show up for them during this specific task and everybody is different and the breath does different things to different people's bodies but for the most part we can make sure that we are breathing effectively and optimally with just some of these strategies that I'm going to tell you today Um, and then if you do have any other issues you've tried these breathing strategies and you're still feeling heaviness you're still having some leaking you're still having some pain then yes please go see a pelvic floor PT reach out to me we can get you on a coaching call or a PT visit so we can figure out for you what that breath pattern should look like but for most of us and just well for everybody the best place to start is exhale on effort so we really want to think about that breath pattern right so as we inhale that pressure from the diaphragm is coming down which is why the belly expands and at this point hopefully you're feeling your pelvic floor expanding your back your sides that whole 360 balloon as you're inhaling and then what we don't want is to cap that right because now we have all this pressure that balloon is inflated and if we all of a sudden put a lot of effort behind that the balloon might pop and this is where we see the dysfunction so we want to exhale that pressure out because we already know we're going to be bracing our core which is going to increase pressure so we also want to make sure that we're exhaling which is that side of the breath pattern where we're removing pressure and you should feel that lift on the pelvic floor a little lift on the pelvic floor is that breath exhales out of the body and when we time that movement pattern so that we're exhaling during the effort or during the hardest part then we are removing that pressure and also our core is engaging a little harder a little more during that exhale phase 
So we do even get a little more core stability and back stability so that we can keep proper alignment and mechanics as we move through patterns. Now, this might mean you do lift a little lighter but I guarantee you, you are going to feel stronger as you move through and progress because now you're progressing your body at a level that it's capable of and you're not cheating it or, you know, abusing it, unfortunately, by progressing and holding your breath and now you're adding more weight on a system where you're already increasing pressure by holding your breath and you're at risk for injury because your core is not properly engaged. And so, yeah, we just really want to step back. Even if you're a heavy lifter, you know, I have worked with a ton of moms that lift heavy weight, love to lift heavy weight, don't want to stop lifting heavy weight. And we don't take that away. But what we might say is, okay, yeah, you were trained to brace out into that belt, lift super heavy. What might happen now is you might have to go down a little bit, not a ton, but is it worth it? Isn't it worth it to save your pelvic floor and not have the incontinence and the prolapse and the diastasis and the back pain and all of these things, hernias that can come from capping that system? Because they're coming to me because they already have some of those symptoms. And so sometimes this is amazing for them because they're like, wait, so I actually don't have to stop lifting heavy weight. I just have to change how I breathe throughout it. And it can be so, so helpful and um, just insightful also for your own body as you're working with your breath because you do want to be in tune with that breath and what it feels like. It should not make it harder for you. It should feel easier. So I know for myself when I'm lifting, if I am not thinking of my breath, if I happen to inhale during that moment of effort. So at this point, I usually don't hold my breath at all. Um, so hopefully, you know, even if you find like, well, I don't hold my breath, but maybe you're not coordinating the breath properly and you're inhaling during effort. You know, it's not the worst thing. Our body is still hopefully because of all of the beautiful breath work you've been practicing that now, as long as you're breathing, you're at least getting some ebb and flow and pressure exchange between the pelvic floor and the diaphragm. However, I have noticed personally, and I've had patients tell me that when we switch it and they, you know, find that they inhale on that moment of effort or myself, it feels a little harder. And so making that time to just pause, set up that core. I usually take a nice deep inhale first exhale, engage my brace. And then within that core brace, I take a little breath, an inhale. And then as I'm doing that moment of effort, maybe it's standing up with a heavy car seat, pushing a heavy door, hip thrusting my heavy barbell. I am making sure I am exhaling through that whole movement so that I am removing pressure off my pelvic floor and I just know my my core is now going to turn on a little bit more for me and I feel a lot stronger when I use the breath that way. So exhaling on effort is a great general rule of thumb. However, some movement patterns have moments where the whole thing feels effortful. <laughs> and so like the inhale and exhale, um, exhaling on effort, you know, if we think about a movement like a squat, like you are, you're standing up with a car seat or a heavy barbell, whatever it is, laundry basket. This does not have to be exercise. Any moment of effort 
you're going to think about inhaling as you come down and then you're going to exhale as you stand up with that weight, with that baby, with the laundry basket, whatever it is. You're inhaling on the way down, exhaling on the way up. Now, this can be totally fine and a great breathing pattern for many, but for some people, that lowering phase is still a period where they have a hard time maintaining that spinal stability and so um for this where you know maybe it's during the bridge or even like for me personally with like a deadlift as i'm coming down you know lowering that weight my back is still working really hard trying to keep that alignment and stability and so sometimes if i'm progressing my weight if i inhale during that lowering phase it's pretty challenging and hard for me so what i like to do especially as i'm progressing weight or doing something that I know is just a little harder or pushing that boundary a little bit, I like to time my exhale during the entire movement pattern. And so what that would look like, so like with a deadlift, I would still prep my core. I'm taking that nice deep inhale, zippering up my core brace. If you're not sure how to do that, come see me, but also go check out um, one of the previous episodes where we talk about the core and how it should function for you. Um, But we definitely want to take that moment before any of these activities that are creating effort to pause, set up our core brace, and make sure we're thinking about how our breath should move through this. So with the deadlift specifically, and if something's feeling challenging and you want to kind of play around with, how do I get my exhale through the whole movement pattern? We really need to now take a larger inhale because we need to exhale longer than we were. So um, for that deadlift or whatever it is for you, pause, set up that core brace, and then we're going to take a a pretty deep inhale, not so deep that you're feeling the whole core, your whole core brace relax, right? Because we still need that tension and that tone in the um, abdominal wall. But we're going to take a deep breath into that core brace, and then we're going to slowly through pursed lips, exhale as we're lowering that weight and as we're lifting that weight. So for a squat, this also could look like you are slowly exhaling as you're lowering and as you're standing up. This takes some practice because it does mean you have to inhale a little differently and make sure that you have enough air to exhale, but also let it out slowly. But if you find, say, you're exhaling, you're lowering, and shoot, I ran out of air, what do I do now? You do not hold your breath because that's what it's going to feel like you should do. Just inhale. It's fine. At least you're breathing, right? At least you're breathing. And there's that piston ebb and flow of the pelvic floor and the diaphragm. And if not, go practice your breath work. But this is something that can be pretty challenging, but also so, so helpful as we work through exercise and mechanics and trying to eliminate any symptoms of pressure or leaking during those activities. So really pay attention to how you're using that breath. At this point, I focus more on my breath than my mechanics because I just really want to make sure that I'm feeling pressure coming up and off my pelvic floor and that everything is stabilizing as it should and I'm able to coordinate my breath as I should. And this does take time, but it also does get easier. So 
bear with me. I hope you give this a try and I hope you find some relief in your symptoms. And if not, definitely make a coaching call with me so we can troubleshoot that for you because there's no reason you should be feeling pressure or leaking when you are exercising or moving around. So give these breathing techniques a try and just start observing if you are holding your breath at all and just stop doing it as much as you can because every time you become a aware and you stop holding your breath, you are reducing pressure on your pelvic floor and your pelvic floor will thank you. I promise. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Stay tuned next week. I'll see you for the Balanced Momtality podcast. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you've got so many other important things going on, but I hope it was helpful and you leave here with some tools to help you in your healing journey. And I just want to ask you if you have found this helpful to please leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page and leave that five-star review so it can help other women see this information. And also, if you want to be a part of my community of amazing women trying to balance all the things, great tips and insight and sharing stories and just motivating each other along the way, feel free to join my Facebook group, The Balance Mentality Wellness and Support. I hope to see you here next time on The Balance Mentality Podcast.